What's good? I'm Zay Moore. And I'm Juma. And this is the Zay Something Podcast. The podcast that promotes growth through conversation. So sit back and listen while we say something here on the Zay Something Podcast. Welcome back. (laughs) Y'all hear that voice, that very familiar voice, that lovely voice. That is Juma. She is back on the pod. I am excited to have her here. I am the ex-co-host. No, nah, okay. Of this we're not starting. We're not starting with that energy. We're I was fired. That. You was not just fired. Just like just like Rory and Maul. Nah, nah. Just because they call me <laughs> Joey. Just because they call me Joey and my family don't mean I'm anything like Joe Budden. And Joe Budden <laughs> didn't do nothing wrong. Anyways, you're not fired. <laughs> we're here. This is episode 56 of the Zay Some Podcast. Uh first and foremost, I want to say um, to all the listeners, all the conversationalists out there, please, uh, well, thank you for being a part of the, the the dream team, the number one podcast in podcasting, you know, we out here <laughs> doing big things. <laughs> uh, but if you are a new listener and you want to be a part of the conversationalist, please hit that subscribe button, make it official. We, we're a family now. We might be in a relationship. I don't know. Don't tell my wife. Um, <laughs> I love the confidence, though. I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Yes, number one podcast. I don't care what nobody. Number one podcast in Minnesota. No, <laughs> no, no we're not gonna do that. We're not doing that. Uh, all right, I'm but, just playing. Um, but yo, Juma, you back? How you feeling? I'm back. How does bitches. it feel? How does it feel to be back on the pod? Uh, it feels great. Um. I've been gone for a minute. Now you're now back I'm in. Back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it feels good. Like I miss potting. I, I miss the conversation. The conversations. Conversations. With you. Um and miss hearing feedback from the listeners and everything. Yeah, it's I'm, i feel good. It's it's good to be back. Yeah. I I me personally, I, I missed you a lot. I don't Aww. I don't like doing podcasts by myself. I'm gonna be complete. That's why I couldn't stay consistent with and all that shit. Just because it's hard. It's hard. Let me play my tiny little violin here. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but no, it's it's really hard. Pod, like having a conversation with yourself, and you bring the energy to the podcast. And I've always told you how much I appreciate you being a part of the podcast. But for real, like I'm saying it again. Thank you. Aww. Yeah, she took That's she, my brother, y'all. She took a she took some time off because we had some contract differences and she wanted more money and we ain't making shit. So I don't know how she gonna get this money. But <laughs> she's back, y'all. We figured it out. We worked it out. <laughs> we we resolved our contractual issues. Yeah. Um all right, we're gonna jump right into the what they saying. What they saying, uh this is the segment where we update you on current events in the world and in the culture. We keep an ear to the street so y'all can know what they saying. Um. Oh, I'm excited to talk about this. Okay, because I didn't get a chance to talk to you about this, and last episode I did. We brought it up and had a brief conversation about it. Um, with V, and shout out to V for doing the podcast. Um, that was a dope conversation. But um, yeah, I'm gonna play the clip. Where did this come from? I mean, it's a blessing, true enough. But really, it was just me sitting down, being honest. I all of my friends are men. I don't have friends. I don't. I'm, I'm incapable of that. Why? What do you mean? Well, because, you know, come on. Because you have a wife. Well, I have a wife, and I don't I don't really have female friends because, look, okay, let's get rid of this <laughs> myth right here. I want to know more. 
Okay, I'm going to tell you this. Let's get rid of this right here. There, you, you're an attractive woman. There are some guys somewhere saying, yeah, I'm, we're friends. No, that's not true. He's your friend only because you have made it absolutely clear that nothing else is happening except this friendship we have. We remain your friends in hopes that one day there'll be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor, and trust and believe that guy that you think is just your buddy, he will slide in that crack the moment he gets the opportunity. So, uh, Juma, what do you think about that clip? Oh, man. Okay, so there's a part of me that kind of agrees, and then there's a part of me that that completely disagrees. 100%. The reason why I say I partially agree, because, well, okay, I'm not a man, so I really, I can't speak for men. Right. Um, I can speak from a woman's point of view that pretty much any guy friend I've ever had has had some kind of, like, interest in me as more than a friend and this is just like me speaking from past experience right. um and yeah i don't know and then yeah you make it like clear that look we're never we're never going to be more than friends and then you can continue the friendship or not but i mean just from my male friendships that i've had in the past that's that's just been a thing, but they we've always remained friends after I've made it clear that yeah. nothing's gonna happen. Okay, so I I, I agree with you, and I, I'm the, every time I hear this clip, I'm like I get the same couple thoughts, but it always brings out like I kind of agree with them, um, but I also think it's it, like men and women can be friends after the boundaries are set, right? The boundaries of the friendship are set. But initially, like I said in the last episode, when when a man approaches a woman out of thin air and tries to make a, a friendship out of thin air, there's some type of attraction there. There's something more that he wants. And then if you say, no, nah, we can only be friends, I'm married, whatever, whatever your reasoning is that they that you won't go past the friendship with this person, then that sets the boundaries. And then the man is uh, like allowed or he knows where his cutoff is. Right. And and he'll stay in that position for as long as you allow it. But the second you give a little more attention to him or a little more like, uh, we can go past this point or try him. Like some, if you want to like any girl that's out there. And I guess Steve says this later in the clip, but like test it. If you got a friend out there say, you know what, what do you think about going to dinner? going on a date you know coming over at a random hour in the night they will you know you'll you'll be able to gauge whether it's a true friendship or if you know it, it's just him waiting waiting out i think any single dude is going to take the opportunity to be with a woman um regardless of the the nature of their friendship you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i don't know I, I think back to to when i was single um and i had female friends and we were friends, and I didn't want anything more, but if the opportunity presented itself, I can't say that I wouldn't have taken it. You know Right, I mean? right. And I feel like, I don't know, that's, that's one reason why I haven't really had a lot of guy friends, like, in my lifetime. Like, I've had mm-hmm. guy friends, but not a lot of them. Yeah. And it's always because I've always had a situation where, you know, 
they end up saying like, oh, I have feelings for you or like, oh, I'm attracted to you. And then it makes shit weird, yeah. you know? And then it's like, oh, well, I don't like you like that. We can stay friends if you want. And I think a lot of guys will remain friends because they think like maybe if they hold out long enough, right. maybe they'll get their shot. But I don't know. And then also, okay, I want to ask you this question because I'm curious. Do you think that two people of the opposite sex can be friends if they are sexually attracted to one another? Um, yes, I think there there's a certain level of attraction of attraction that goes into any friendship. Um, you most people don't want to hang out with ugly people. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, um, and I, that sounds bad, but you know what I mean? Like most people, and I'm not going to say ugly people, but people that they find attractive in some way. Like people want to be around things that make them feel good. People that make right. them feel good. So, you know, it, there's going to be attractive people or people that you're attracted to in your friend group. right? I mean, I guess that makes sense because like all my friends are gorgeous. Yeah, you're, you're but, supposed to think that. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 but look, and, and look, and I, and I, I say ugly, like nobody wants to hang out with the ugly person, but, and I don't mean that just like as this random idea of like what an ugly person is, but like, you what you think, find attractive. Exactly, what you find attractive. So you're going to hang out with what you find attractive. You're going to mm-hmm. befriend, get close to people that you find attractive. It's just nature of, especially opposite sex friendships because y'all you guys are opposite sex there's a naturally there's a, a an attraction between you know man and woman um straight men and women i don't want to you know i don't want to exclude or anybody in that but yeah um yeah, yeah yeah i don't know do you think so i think so yeah but yeah i think i still think so yeah because like any any female friend that I that I currently have is attractive. Doesn't mean I'm gonna try anything with them. Doesn't mean I'm gonna you know do anything to ruin my relationship. But they are attractive, and I can I can acknowledge that without making it sexual. Mm-hmm. You know, pe- people you can think somebody's attractive. Something can be good to look at. You know what I mean? And not like you staring at it, but just like oh okay, you know I I noticed that. I acknowledge your attractiveness. Cool. You have an appreciation for the finer things in life. Right, the finer things. (laughs) (laughs) But But I think think it is possible. I think there just has to, yeah, be like clear boundaries set. Yeah. And in place. Yeah. I think think that's the best way to go about it. If you know that this is a friendship and you guys, and honestly, you can grow into, you can grow past the attraction. Like you can be attracted to somebody initially and maybe you want to, you know initially you're like yo let's let's go out and then at some point it doesn't work out you guys realize that you're just better off as friends and then mm-hmm. continue friendship from that moment forward and nobody ever crosses the line or thinks to cross the line because it's not that type of relationship anymore it's not i'm getting to know you and i want to i'm interested in you it's like nah, i know you and we're not together like that we're not compatible in that way i don't feel you so like you're that. so you're saying that like the two people try out dating and they don't, they just find that they're not compatible relationship wise. And then they remain friends. No. What is dating? What is dating except for uh, a friendship that with, with sex? 
yes, sometimes with sex, some people don't even have sex during dating. So, uh, 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 dating is really just building a friendship real, like realizing if you like this person or not enough to hang out with them. So you're doing stuff, you're doing it secluded because there's an intention to, to move past that point. But if you never get over that, that hump, it's nothing but a friendship. If you guys never have sex, it's nothing but a friendship. All dating is is spending time with somebody. What do you do with your friends? You hang out. It's just a different label for it. So yeah, yeah. So once you get to a certain point in the in the the dating, and then you be like, okay, we really both enjoy each other, and I want to move forward. Like you kind of start with that intention, but then you make the decision to move forward. So then my question is, what really is the difference between friends with benefits and a relationship? There is. I don't no. feel like there's. I really feel like there's not much of a difference. There, there is no difference. That is, it's simply labeling, and then the the way people, um, uh, people like to push obligation off of themselves. Like they don't want to take responsibility or for somebody else's happiness, for somebody else's feelings. So friends with benefits is an easy way to label it. And everybody kind of has a general understanding of what that means. That means no, I, like I can't be mad at what you do outside of our time together. A relationship, I can be mad about what you do outside of our time together because there's a certain obligation that comes along. With, and I'm not saying nobody like owns somebody or you know, controls right. them, but there's a, an obligation to to express where you are to a certain extent to your partner, especially if y'all live together, y'all married or moving towards that. You can't just be out all night and then come home six o'clock in the morning without any explanation. Like that's wild. You know what I you mean? You can't. You can't. <laughs> so so it's just, it's just obligation. Like yeah, friends with benefits is the easy way to say. Don't worry about what I'm doing when I'm not with you. Nah. <laughs> it's just basically uh, undefined. That's all it is. It's yeah. Unde undefined relationship. Undefined relationship status. But overall, I do think that men and women can be friends. Um, yeah, I think they can be friends as long as the boundaries are set and everybody understands their like you know their their part and the place that they play in each other's lives Cause I, I agree because i still got female friends and i'm not trying to do nothing with them right but, you know what i mean but um okay so the next so we spent we spent a lot of time on that one but the next, we? Oh. <laughs> but i wanted to have that conversation with you because i know you have like i we we here with it like we, 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 we we're here <laughs> um, but okay so 40 cow is uh, a rapper from dipset 40 cow's daughter uh sanaya dennis she went missing on april 24th um and there's been a huge push in the hip-hop community to gather information about her whereabouts and because she was last seen leaving her dorm at about i don't know it was probably like between one and three in the morning um well, this past week, her body was found in Niagara Falls. Um, she was 19. She had recently had a breakup with her boyfriend. And today, I just want to wish my condolences to her, her, fam her family, her loved ones, her friends, um, and just raise awareness about suicide and the importance of mental health, safe spaces, uh, mental health safe spaces, sorry, uh, therapy, and just general support from your, your loved ones. Because people, especially in college, they're dealing with a lot of 
a lot at one time. You're dealing with being out on your own for the first time in your life, having to, to fend for yourself, having to make decisions without having the, the repercussions of your parents over your shoulder. And then on top of that, you got education, the stresses that come with that, and then personal relationships. So then you're in a relationship with somebody and things are going great, things are going bad, whatever, and you have the ups and downs um, throughout that and you have nobody or you feel like you have nobody because at this point you're on your own. You're not, you're going back to your dorm. You got your roommate that you probably don't talk to um, or that you beefing with or. Why you look at me when, why you look at me when you said that? <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Um, or you coming home to, you know, to a room by yourself and you just don't feel like you have people around you. So if you know somebody who is away in school, um, Reach out to them. Let them know that you're there for them. Let them know that you you have their best interests, um, and you're always on, or and that they're always on your mind, just so that they can, you know, feel feel loved. Um, cause it's hard. It's hard, and it, it's sad that she had to, you know, take her own life because of a breakup. Um, and she didn't feel like she had somebody. To, and what I'm assuming, she didn't feel like she had somebody to to go to and confide in and and cry and be consoled. Um, instead of, you know, going to this permanent decision on to, over something that would have eventually healed, you know? Yeah, this is honestly really, really sad. And um, yeah, my condolences go out to her family. But yeah, I mean, college is a really, really hard time. Mm-hmm. Like, for all the reasons that you said, you really face adversity for like the first time. Mm. Well, for a lot of kids for the first time yeah. uh, experience that in college. And so, yeah. Um, very, very sad. Yeah. Um, and now this last, this last story, um, well, rest <laughs> in peace to her and yes. um, condolences to her family. So this last story is not um, as heavy as the last one, but, has a very very special place in my heart. Um, oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been a fan for a long time, so I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys in. Um, so recently, the Joe Budden pa- uh, podcast has been going through a weird phase where the co-hosts Rory and Ma were absent for about six weeks. The hiatus began after Joe um, Joe Budden, the podcast's owner, if you guys don't know, asked Rory to take a week off from doing the podcast. Uh, Joe's request came after alleged months of tension, um, and, you know, it just got weird around the podcast. Um, so, Maul and Joe um, had an argument. Basically, Joe went off and kind of asserted his, his dominance over, you know, the podcast. He's like, I'm the owner. You don't have to worry about the decisions that I'm making if I ask Rory to to, to take a break. It's be, like it's with good intention. I, I'm i the one that has to make that decision. We might be friends, but I'm the one that has to make that decision. Maul didn't like it. Maul felt like it should have been a, a collaborative decision where he was included and him and Rory. Just everybody got a chance to speak their piece. And then, you know, then we can come to a decision. Um, so this past week, Joe Budden released an episode on his private podcast feed on Patreon where he publicly fires. Uh, Rory and Ma from the podcast and reveals that the behind the scenes tension was due to finances and accounting. So I bring this up to ask you, how do you properly manage your friends and business? Ooh, 
okay, first of all, I just have to say, like, what is wrong with your Uncle Joe? Like, I need him to get it. I need him to get it all the way together. Like it's crazy, man. I don't believe the blogs and you shouldn't either. The blogs I don't I don't know what you're song. talking about. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. talking off of literally <laughs> the episodes that I watched. Okay. He is I don't like his energy. Really? I really, not at all. No, I don't like his energy. Like, okay, these are the issues. Before I answer the question, Mm -hmm. these are the issues I have with him. Okay. Okay, so number one, why if you feel that there's tension between the two of you, why would you not first have a conversation about it? Like, hey, I feel like there's been some tension between us. Like, can we talk about it? Why are things weird right now? Especially when you run a business together. Like if you feel like you've been going tit for tat and you know, the shit is just getting weird. Like you're an adult, grow up, have a conversation about it. Yeah. Um, second to just be like, Oh, you know what? I'm not feeling you right now. I need you to just go. I need you to leave. If my boss was like, mm, not really feeling your energy today. I need you to just go home. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. you're not going to make that decision. If I want to work, I'm going to work. Like, <laughs> I, I don't I don't give a fuck if you like my attitude okay. or not. So, okay, so you said boss. So the, the only reason I... Okay, boss or, like, leader, whatever have you, like, the owner, I, I don't... Yeah, if the owner comes in and says, like, yo, your your productivity has not been great, um, and I feel like you need to take some time off mental health just get your shit together take some time off and come back next week refreshed rejuvenated and ready to work it's not but did he say it like that though but did he say it like that he said because i'm guessing he was just like hey yo i'm gonna need you to just go and take some time off go ahead and go home no they 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 talked about it so roy they weren't even at work they he did it on an off day he i think he texted oh so he got fired on his off day he got got fired on his (laughs) off day he sent them a text on on Monday, let's say, because they usually record on Tuesday. So let's say Monday. Um, oh, he sent him a text. He sent it. This is this. Uh, it, so they talked about it. So it does get a little petty. He sent. Them I a watched. Text. I watched the whole thing. I watched. He sent them a text and said, "Um, hey, you know what? Take take the next take the next two days off, right?" And Roy responded, and "Was like, why? What's what's going on?" And Joe did the thing with the iPhone where you put the exclamation point on his first text. And that was the don't, end of that. Don't like that energy at all. It was petty. Don't like it. It was petty. Don't like it. And again, if the, let's say, okay, um, the owner of the company, if I'm work like I'm working for, if he was to say, Hey, you know, I really, your, your productivity has been down. Like you were saying, you know, your, your, um, your attitude is, you know, seemed a little off. Is there anything you want to talk about? That's that's where you start. Yeah. Like, is everything okay in your home life? Like, what's going on? Are you yeah. good? Are you okay? Do you need some time off? That yeah. is the proper way to go about it. That's true. I don't like Joe's energy. I don't like how he did these guys. He's bogus. He has this, like, aggressive, angry energy for no reason towards his guys. And then when I watched that, that when they were talking about it, I could tell they weren't over the shit. I could tell they all weren't over the shit. I yeah, could tell are. Joe wasn't over the shit. I could tell all of them were still heated. Yep. And there's one thing I was watching this, or no, I was not watching. I was listening to this podcast. Um, 
I think it's called like black girl therapy or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, basically they talked about emotions and how you can be experiencing an emotion, right? Mm -hmm. Like let's say me and you get into an argument and we talk about it and we make up and we've decided like, we're good. We're going to squash it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the feelings that I have are gone and over and done with. And I could see that they were not done with those emotions at all. And they honestly, if they wanted to really have some like closure of the whole situation, they should have all taken time off in all honesty. They should have all sat their ass down and, and let each other cool off and let the emotions pass especially since they work together and this is their business. Yeah. And they see each other twice a week. And although that doesn't seem like a lot, it is when you have to be record. Well, yeah. When you like, record, when we was doing this shit every week, it was tough. You know, there are I mean? times, there are times when you're like our recording for an hour and a half podcast can sometimes take three hours, exactly. you know? Exactly. It's not just the, we don't come in it, recording and say okay hey it's to say some podcast and just start talking no there's prep work that, that has to be yeah. done there's regular like interaction like when you at work you you small talk with your co-workers this is the same thing we catch up right. with each other and then it's three four hours later and we've still been around each other and if there's right. tension between us that things things that aren't talked about it will be an awkward three four hours and mm-hmm. then you can't get past it because nobody's addressing it. So exactly, I, I do agree with you. And for all of them, like I really need them to be just grown ass men and really just like talk this shit out because it's not a good look. Like men should be able to discuss their feelings mm-hmm. without repression and trying to act like you're not supposed to like feel away like if you're upset about something say that yes uh 1000 percent. so that was my problem one of my problems with this whole situation so i i do side with joe for right now um actually we we're like live recording and we just well i just saw an update that um rory and Ma put out their own podcast about an hour and nine minutes of them explaining what happened um so I am going to get into that tonight and, 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 and get their side of things because it's only fair. But for as of right now, I do side with Joe. Like, I understand it makes sense what he's saying. I've noticed the tension. Tension has been building for a long time. They and I they went from a, a place like they, their history with this podcast is, is, is extensive. They went from a place where they weren't getting paid for like three years. They weren't getting paid anything. And then they got the Spotify deal. And then that came with its own ups and downs. But. Joe locked them into a contract and said, Hey, this is like, they made him say, Hey, this is how much you're going to get paid. And he stuck with that. And then they've gotten raises since then they lost the Spotify deal or they didn't re up with Spotify. And then from there, they still were getting paid. He's independent at this point. Where's he getting his money from? He's taking money from his other endeavors to pay him to pay for the podcast. You know what I mean? He's, He's paying out of money, like paying them money that they're not necessarily making directly from the podcast because it's independent. There's no deal anywhere. They're not using YouTube money. So where are you getting this money from? I'm posting shit online. You know, we post this podcast online and we don't make shit. You know what I mean? 
it's not it's not real money so where is he getting pennies money? yeah pennies <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's where they getting that's getting this money from and they've gotten raises and he the way he describes it we don't know the exact numbers but he's saying they're in the top like one percent um of broadcasters not just not just podcasters but broadcasters as a whole if that's true they getting paid big money I think as of right now, Charlemagne, um, DJ Envy, and Angela Yee are getting paid like $3 million um, a year, somewhere around there. I mean, they're big. Exactly. So if they're in, and if that's the top, then if they're anywhere in that ballpark, that's great money. So what? where's the issue? Like, I do agree with you. I think Joe should have handled it better. Um, and his defense will probably be he's busy. He has other things to do than to sit down and talk. But no, you run a business. You have to you work with people. You work in the in the business of people. You got to be more personable with your employees. And I 100 percent, 1000 percent agree with that. But I'm different. I'm a talker. If, if there's something going on, I want to talk about it. I want to find out the root. And I want you to say how you feel as, as harshly as you have to so that you get that feeling out. And then we deal with whatever was said and then we move forward. But, I, but I'll make a space for that, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not just going to allow shit to just bubble up. With, with him, I feel like he handled it wrong. But I, I don't know. When it comes to friends and business, you got to know who you're dealing with. And people change. I guess this is a, a classic case of, you know, people get money and they get used to certain things and, and then they want more. You know, things change. Um, they say that money doesn't change you. It just reveals who you are. Yeah, it just it heightens who you already are. So if you were a dickhead before, you're really going to be a dickhead with some money. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I, when I think about this situation, I think about us. Right. And. I think with with them, they start talking about ownership, and Joe's like, well, this is my podcast. I created this. Um, Y'all came on later. I think Rory started on, like, episode 7, and then Maul came episode 75, 77, or something like that. So Mm -hmm. they came after it was started. They weren't, you know, Rory's been there the longest. Episode 7, you came on episode 7 for Mm -hmm. for this podcast. So – I understand why he might feel like he he's owed some type of ownership but with us i told you like this podcast is ours it might be say something whatever and it's a play on my name but this is our podcast so if it came to like really making some money we you will be you have ownership in this you have equity in this so you know but that's the that's the understanding that i have with you that's how much i value your input here. That's how much I see. Oh, you make me cry. I see the value in in what we do. Like I wouldn't be doing this podcast if it wasn't for you. Oh, I, I, I but I really have to wonder though. Like, does Joe see it that way? Like, I don't think he values them. I don't think he values them as a part of the podcast. Like you're describing how you feel about me being a part of the part podcast. You know, I feel like he views them as like. As just like y'all are just extras. Yeah. You're not really like this isn't really, you know Yeah your Yeah, it's not yours and I can do this without you. And <clears throat> to his point, because he I think he does feel that way and he's kind of expressed that um in a roundabout way, but to his point, they left for six weeks. He asked Rory to take two days off 
they 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 drop an episode every Wednesday and Saturday, so they record every Tuesday and Friday. He asked them to take two days off, a week off. Mm-hmm. Come back to work, whatever. Um, and then they could have talked about it, right? But and obviously his delivery wasn't the best, but he was off for a week. They took six weeks off. In that time, Joe had to scramble and get his like other friends who aren't even podcasters, Ice and Ish, and they came on. And yeah, the first couple episodes probably took a dip because people was like, "Man, who the fuck is these niggas? Yo, we're not, we're not doing this." But then it started to get good. The numbers returned to where they were with Rory and Maul. So then you have to, for him, that's proof of concept. That's proof that, you know, although these guys were important to the podcast and the growth of this podcast thus far, I don't need them. These guys chose to take all this time off. And mm-hmm. in that time, I had to find replacements. And if the replacements are putting up the same numbers as the starters, then, you know, how valuable are these guys? You know, and, and I don't agree with that that way of thinking, but I understand it. And he's like, I don't need y'all no more if if I'm still able to produce the, the, the level of content I want to with anybody in these seats, then, you know, where where is y'all value? Not saying y'all weren't valuable to the podcast leading up to this, but at this point, if this is how y'all going to be, then I'm going to match y'all energy. I, and again, yeah. I don't agree with it 100%. I, I think it's a lot more to it. And to your point, you, sorry, I'm jumping all over the place, but you said something about men and feelings. And, and men, like, I feel like that's what this is. It's a lot of posturing. Like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not phased by this. And mm-hmm. nah, and maybe they he did try to talk about, you know, whatever tension had been building. They used to joke about it on the podcast all the time. Rory would always be like, yo, you can fight me. You can fight me outside. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. those are jokes, but they come from a real place. And at some point, like I said, the truth is always told in jest. Yes, you always say that. You always <laughs> say that. And it, it, it's, so, it's so true. Um, but I feel like they were like, nah, it, it, it's not that serious. Like, I don't care about the money. It's not about the money. It's the principle. But it, there's there's some resentment there because I'm sure, or at least what was, what's been revealed is Joe don't run everything by them when he makes decisions. <clears throat> so if that's the case then they should already know what their level of relationship is like y'all are employees on his podcast in his network but at the end of the day he makes the the, the main decisions if somebody came and offered us a deal right now i'm gonna talk to you about it i'm not gonna say yeah i want to take this and then me and you divvy up whatever you know what i mean because you're not i'm not you're, i'm not your boss you know what i mean but the difference is we layer on top that we're also family. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So that's also another layer. But like that could be worse. That could be worse. Cause you could feel, I mean, yeah, I could, it could be, if, if but how likely like most people don't want to fuck over their friends and family. Most people don't. Yeah. No. And most people, yeah, most people don't, but what happens is family and friends feel like they're entitled to more than they may actually be entitled to. And that's why I, I I lead with, I give you, like, you're just as much a part of this podcast as I am. So 
I, I'm leading with that. You have mm-hmm. ownership, you have equity in this, so we make collaborative decisions on what happens if something big was to happen with the podcast. With him, I think he makes decisions with the podcast, and then it's like whatever company you work for, right? You have a, a president that's going to make a decision about the direction of the company, and then the rest of the company will find out through emails that, hey, there's been an update to this policy. You know, that's where they are. They're the employees that get the email and say, hey, you, you guys are getting bonuses this week or you guys are getting raises this month. Mm-hmm. They, they're the last to know. He's the he's the corporation. He's or the top of the cor- corporation. So he, yeah, he's the CEO. Yeah. But I just feel like because <clears throat> they were friends initially. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he he brought them in because they were friends. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like I don't know, he should have more he should have more respect, more um God, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, just like lenient, like just be more lenient with them or I just I just feel like he's disrespectful. But any like as far as like managing, you know, friends and a and a business relationship. I think it can be done. I think it can be done well if you both have like the passion for, you know, said business, which obviously these guys do. They, they love their podcast. Um, but I think you again have to be really clear about your boundaries. Uh, Like when you're mixing friendship and business. And I think, I think that's where their issues came up is, at a, it was at a point where they weren't clear. They felt like they had more. They should have more say so in the business in, in the decision making. And he's like, "Nah, y'all are talent. Y'all are hired. Yes, we're friends." And he let them slide with a lot of shit. I guess all for for like two years. Rory had been sending Joe emails and Joe's manager emails about like, "Hey, where's this money going? And where's this money going?" And let me see the, I want to see the books. I want to see the audit reports. And that's, I feel like that's completely reasonable. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you a question. If you would have sent an email to the CEO of your company asking to see the books on all the money that was made, how would they respond? I'm going to blow your mind right now. More, most corporations are required to release their financials every year. If they're publicly, if they go, if they've gone public, if they're an IPA, what is it called? IPA, not IPA. That's that's a drink, ain't it? Um, <laughs> an IPA. <laughs> but no, if the, if the company is publicly traded on the stock market, then yes, they have to release their. I believe they have to release their um their profits. But honestly, let's be let's be really real. How accurate do you think those numbers are? Those numbers are released for tax purposes, and those numbers are always fudge. So I don't think those are the real numbers. But the the, the my bad, I don't mean to cut you off. But, no, that's fine. But the 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 point is, nobody's gonna give you the the dirty details of everything they made because if you and, and Joe made the made the analogy, you know, if your girl asks to go through your phone and she's only gonna be okay to it, you know, with whatever she's feeling if she goes through your phone when she goes through your phone and you allow her to she's gonna find something to be mad at 
if you want to go through the numbers this bad and you feel like you've been wrong, you're going to find something to be mad at. Why are you spending so much money on equipment? Why are you spending so much money over here? Like you you can find a reason to be mad. So to that point, it's like, no, I'm not going to even give you the opportunity to be mad about some shit that you don't understand. This is like this is a different level of business. This is this money is going I'm paying for insurance. I'm paying for like y'all ain't never had to come out of pocket for anything so everything that's coming in is going here and into the podcast invested into the business into the network it's not for myself i'm not cutting extra money off for myself you know and i and yeah i just i see what you're, I see what you're saying yeah. i see what you're saying yes i mean it's different it is different from like a corporation yeah um feel like we're just gonna have to agree to disagree and, on this and, one and that's cool that's that, that's perfectly fine i i think i think i guess the moral of or the the thing that we can't agree on is that he should have handled it different differently yeah. especially because they're friends um yeah and i want to hear that side so i can really get a full full understanding full view scope of everything that transpired oh you said scope okay you know you know come in come through with the word <laughs> Um, but yeah, so man, I just I wish All the right. po- I wish the podcast would go on. I wish the guys could be back together because it's a good podcast. They have great rapport. They had a real friendship, and it it was shown in the podcast, like yeah. the jokes, the stories, the the way they vibe off each other. It was really good to watch. You feel like you're a part of the friend group, and right. I'm at work listening with one headphone. In, you know what I mean? Right, right, so, right. Um, yeah, if you know, once they if if they decide to no longer be there, I feel like I probably will not listen anymore because yeah. I don't like Joe's energy. I really don't. Damn. I don't like his energy. That is so crazy. I really <laughs> fuck with Joe. Like I don't. I don't fuck with it. That's crazy. Am I wrong? Like, am I? Am I crazy? No. I just. I just. I. I. You know, I'm an empath. Yeah. You know, I go off of like vibes and energy and like how a person makes me feel or like represents themselves. And I got to say, he's just like not a good guy. I don't feel like he is. Dang, yo. That's crazy. Man. That's yeah. Man, shout out to Uncle Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can move right into the conversation. In this segment, we get deep and sometimes uncomfortable. We ask tough questions and share our unique opinions with the intention of promoting growth through conversation. <laughs> so uh you you posted something on instagram yesterday um where you I were did. asking people uh about motivation explain what you posted and, and why you posted okay so y'all i have really been on my shit um so the beginning of this year i made a promise to myself that i was going to actually follow through with losing weight and just like sticking to it. So I made a goal to lose 20 pounds by my birthday. My birthday is on July 7th. And um, I weighed in actually today. So in January, I weighed 230 pounds. Today, I weighed 214 pounds. That's what's up. Congratulations. Hey, you 16 pounds down. So... My personal trainer, her scale 
is is way lower than what my scale says. So I really don't know if that's my true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you did you it was, did you do it like at different times of the day? Barely. So I weighed myself like this morning, and my scale at home says. 219 but her scale says 214 so i'm thinking maybe i'm somewhere in between in the middle maybe at like yeah. 216 had like you, you know give or take had you eaten on your way home and then weighed yourself uh no okay no it sometimes it depends on the floor because i've done it where if you go if you move your scale to different parts of the house you'll get different numbers um, I've done that. So yeah. I did it on like the hardwood floor. I did it on the tile floor. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's the same. I don't know if my skills messed up. But anyway, yeah, it don't matter. You're making progress. progress it, I'm progress. making progress. That's all that matters. And honestly, the scale like it's cool, but I see the progress like more in my bot. Like yeah, you I can feel it. I feel lighter. I look different. Yeah. I take pictures frequently and compare them to like from when I first started yeah. to now and you can see a huge difference. So thank you. I'm happy for you. That's what I've been thank seeing you. you going hard too. When you post the videos, it'd be like, you'll be working. I try. I'm like, yo, Juma is really out here going for it. And I, I love it. I love it. Love to see it. Yeah. It's, it's hard work. Um, I hate working out so so much. Like, <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, but you got a trainer, and she seems fun. Like, she seems she had a good personality. So you. Can, oh, great, yeah. great person! Shout out to my trainer, my personal trainer, Brianna at JMO Fitness. Hey, um, hit her up. You know, if you're trying to get snatched and enjoy this hot girl summer, because I know I am. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she she's awesome, and she's like you know having the trainer has kept me motivated and kept me, um, just like holding me accountable. Yeah, because I'm like oh shit, like I know I got to see Bree on Saturday, like yeah, I got to work out, I got to get my shit together, yeah, you know, I got to get my eating together, otherwise I'll puke. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's amazing. That's really good. I'm happy for you. Um, but what, so what was, what did you post yesterday about motivation? What did I post? Oh, I asked for, <laughs> I asked for motivational, um, no words of encouragement is what I asked for. That's what you said. Words of encouragement. Yes. Um, and I, I, so what I took from that was, I was like, okay, um, encouraging words to like, keep you, keep you motivated. Right. Right. And I, so today I, I wanted to talk about. Um, motivation and the things that you know help you stay motivated um and how you deal with it and all that shit so um i want to ask you what motivates you to stick with something um be it a podcast be it working out be it i don't know um just anything your relationship like what motivates you to stick with it and see it through i would say seeing progress is my biggest motivator oh, so funny. like with anything like when I see like for example with this weight loss seeing you know the number on the scale go down seeing my body change with you know the podcast seeing like the number of episodes we have or like you know listening to our very first episode together yeah. till now and how you know how much it's better we sound yes and way more comfortable so much more comfortable and 
just like not being um like our actual sound just sounds fucking better <laughs> yeah like better equipment everything <laughs> better equipment better everything um with like my uh my writing i started like writing um because i y'all y'all probably don't know but i went to school for technical writing and english and i felt like i was i had lost it yeah like i wasn't a good writer anymore and I just, I kept writing every day. I wrote like random little poems, pieces, really? articles. Like I was just writing just yeah. to write. I like that. And uh, I saw my writing getting better, That's better. Crazy. And my grammar getting better and all it's just, yeah. yeah. Just no. seeing the progress is dope. That is amazing. I need to start doing something like that with speaking because I say <laughs> um a lot and I, I'm going to do it right now. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not good at at not saying um and using filler words or repeating myself to until I can think of my next thought. Like I, I don't like that. Um, you know what they say helps with that? What they say instead of using um, pause. So See, every time you want to say um. <laughs> I would just be quiet. <laughs> you telling me you don't want me to talk no more? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm trying to say. I knew it. Just be, just be quiet. Just Shut up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but it helps when we actually have a conversation going because it flows, but yeah. you know, it flows more easy and you're when you're on the podcast by yourself. It's hard. I feel like it's probably 10 times harder. I the last episode I don't know how many cuts I had to make to stop the the ums and just the long pauses. And I had somebody there with me, but I was I, I was thinking, I was in interview mode and trying to stay like like within the within the conversation but also stay on track with the questions that I had already asked and shit like that. It's hard. It, it, like people think this shit is like just easy. It's it, yeah, it's, it's definitely really it's it could be really difficult sometimes, um, especially if you lose your spot. I hate that. That's my biggest. Oh, that is the worst. You lose your spot and then you then you re ask a question that you already asked and you're like, oh shit, I'm like it just sounds stupid. It make you feel stupid. Yeah. Um. Then you feel goofy. Yep. And then you're like like searching like okay where did I right but what what motivates. What what motivates me to stick with something? Um, I like your answer. I really like your answer. You said progress, and that's always a great motivating factor. But also, you know, I I think for me it's it's the the idea of where I can be. I, mm. I, like I I always visualize where I want to be, and I see myself in that living in that whether it's weight loss journey whatever I, I i can see myself at my end point and just seeing that like lights a fire under me you know what they call that what manifestation Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no seriously the <laughs> manifestation is dope i used to do it all the time i still do it yeah. that shit is it works yeah it, it really does because i i just yeah, I don't know. I, I, I can see it. And then I'm like, well, that's where I want to be. And I know what I have to do to get there. So then I, I'll get up at the drop of a dime. I wake up at six o'clock in the morning and 
just have the energy to do whatever it is that I said I wanted to do because I can visualize myself doing it. And, right. And I know the result that I, you know, that I'm going to eventually get so I can stay with it. Um, retention is hard for me sometimes just because it's when, when my days aren't scheduled the same as everybody else's. Like yeah. Also, your, your days and nights. Yeah. I work, I work nights. So I'm, I'm up in the day and then you put a relationship within that and then trying to find time to spend together. And both of y'all work nights, like we both work nights. So it, it's hard to, to manage sometimes. So I fall off. Like I don't do things. I don't do the same thing every day. When I work a day job, it's so much easier to have a set schedule. A schedule. Yeah. Right. Four o'clock. I'm, I'm in there. You know what I mean? I'm wherever, like I'm out, I'm out of work. I'm on to the next thing. I can do it. You know what I mean? And then six o'clock, I'm eating dinner. Seven o'clock, I'm, I don't know, listening to a podcast. Nine o'clock, I'm going to bed. And I can keep it structured. Working nights, I feel like the whole day goes by. And it's like, dang, did I even sleep? Right. And the days I'm off, I sleep all day. And then everything's closed because of COVID. Everything's closed early. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just, it sucks. And I, it I, has been fucked up. I can't wait to to be on a, a regular schedule at some point um, in the future where I can actually structure my days. But as far as motivation, like just that initial spark, I get that from just the visualizing. Um, you know what's crazy? What? So when I started doing my workout journey or whatever, I started working out at home a lot, yeah. just watching YouTube videos. That's dope. And... Maurice actually told me he got like super motivated watching me mm-hmm. because he saw me like putting in all this work and like yep. being motivated and, you know, doing the work, putting in the work yeah. every day. And he was like, damn, like, I can't have my baby out here, you know, looking all snatched in. Right. And, and I'm, I'm over like... here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It so he started working out with me. We we do um we do workout videos together sometimes not yeah. all the time yeah but they they have this one couple their names are Juice and Toya and they have um a workout video channel or whatever on YouTube and they're a couple and they work out together so you can do the the couple guys version at, or you can do the modified version that the girl is doing, which nice. is cool. So I end up doing the modified version because, you know, I'm not there yet, you, you know? know? <laughs> I feel it, I feel it, but it's progress. You're making progress. <laughs> and Maurice does the harder version. And, That's but yeah, that, I mean, that that got him motivated. Yeah, and it works. You seeing, like, seeing the people around you do good things should motivate you. It should. I mean, that's... People like rappers, Meek Mill says it a lot. He always be like, man, I, I, I show off my stuff for motivation, you know. And it for some people it's fun or whatever, but for some for for other people it really does motivate them. So I don't know. Who knows? You might be a motivation to somebody else. You know? I could be outside I- of the house. You might just be motivating niggas out here. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Um, so when you're when you're uh, when you're motivated and like determined to complete something, what things are okay to sacrifice? What things are okay to sacrifice? Mm-hmm. I'll answer first, so I can give you just an idea. Yeah. Um, I think it's 
it, this sucks to say, but you have to you have to kind of hone in on the essentials. So like friends and like the social aspect of your life. And I don't mean just cut off your friends, but like the the social aspect of your life, going to birthdays every week, going to dinners and going out to the bar every week. Like those things have to take like they're okay to sacrifice for a little bit. Especially if the end is a foreseeable end. It's like, okay, I have to focus on this for the next three months. Okay, cool. For these next three months, don't go out as much. Or don't go out at all if you can help it. You know, if there's something pertinent that happens that's a social gathering, then cool, make it the one time. You know, because you do need to blow off some steam. You can't just be focused on go mode 24-7 for three months. But don't, don't make it a habit to every week twice a week going out and and doing these social events and taking your mind off of the thing that you're you know that you're working towards so i think just the social aspect of uh your relationships can take a a small decline while you're determined to do something i'm going to just slightly disagree with you okay just a little bit not completely but i think the thing that you could sacrifice is your leisure time because how Mm, often are we on our phone just, or, you know, on TikTok, on Reddit, on Instagram, how like, and you look at your phone at the, at at every Sunday Mm -hmm. and it tells you how much screen time you've had during the day. And that should be like, Six hours a yeah. day. Yep, and that's on average. You that's average. You hit the ten mark. See, look, I have sacrificed a lot of my like leisure time of like social media, um, just like lounging around watching TV. Mm-hmm. I've pretty much that's really what I've sacrificed is my is my leisure time doing nothing which sometimes can be hard because sometimes we need that time to recharge and just like get away and not think about anything else yeah of course um but I think having like the social aspect in your life is still important I would rather sacrifice that leisure time than the social time yeah you know what I I didn't even I didn't think about that but i i i like your train of thought i like your train of thought um and i do and like sacrificing your social life your friends and shit it sounds bad like i i get how it, it's like just cut your friends off for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and, and i don't think you actually meant cut to cut your friends off i yeah. think you meant just to like pull back just a little bit yeah just pull exactly pull back um my everything is is better in moderation if it's if we're talking leisure time if we're talking social, whatever, social interactions, like, is if you can keep it to a minimum while you're chasing after this goal, and maybe your goal doesn't require you to cut off your friends, because it doesn't have to, but I'm, I'm just speaking um, in terms of things, for us, we're trying to buy a house, right, so we're saving up, there's a lot of social events and shit that I would want to do that I just can't do because I have to save this money. That hundred dollars at the bar or at dinner that I would spend if I was to go out is better saved for all the fees that will incur when I'm in this home buying process. Right. And like 
Yeah, especially if it's a if it's a money goal that you have that you you for sure have to like rein that in. Yeah. Or you have to tell your friends like, hey, look, I got this money goal. I'm trying to save for this. Can we do something together that's free? Right. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Um, and going about it going about it that way. Um, one thing I will not sacrifice is sleep. Don't know. Like, I, no, no. <laughs> I will get my motherfucking sleep. Yeah, I don't I care. I'm, I'm no Steve Harvey. I'm, not, I'm no Steve Harvey. Like, I will remain poor to get uh, uh, eight hours of sleep at night. <laughs> Steve Harvey. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, technically, like I agree with you, but to a certain extent, like right now, I'm sacrificing sleep to do the podcast because I really want to do it, and so I I'm okay with sacrificing sleep sometimes. Um, I can't do it consistently every day. I'm not doing four hours of sleep every day, but you know, no, my I, guy. I sacrifice a couple hours of sleep to get some shit done. Nah, my guy. Nah, you not. Nah, nah, <laughs> nope. Okay, so what things should be uh, maintained or prioritized? And when I say maintained, sleep. just like the things that's. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You said, I said what sleep. sleep. Oh, you yeah. Funny. I mean, yeah, honestly. Honestly. You yeah. have to prioritize sleep because without a good amount of sleep, you won't have the energy to get what you need done. Yeah. Yeah. And even now, if I feel like extremely tired, like during the week, I won't work out if I'm feeling like to the point of like exhausted. I'm like, oh, my body needs to rest. Yeah, yeah. I need to chill because my body is telling me, look, bitch, we are not doing this. Yeah, look, I've had enough. <laughs> I, need, I need to recharge. I need, I need rest. Yeah, I think. Um, what, go ahead. No, no, I think sleep is a good one to prioritize. Even if you don't get the suggested seven, eight hours of sleep if you you should prioritize sleeping like it shouldn't you shouldn't go without it completely so that should be on your priority list um even if you sacrifice an hour or two it should still be a priority to get rest what do you think should be maintained or prioritized um for me i think um you, you have to prioritize your mental health and your your emotions yes kid <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you, you can get so focused on what you're running after that you lose sight of yourself and you start sacrificing yourself and sacrificing you know just i mean you you said leisure time um should be something that's cut down but if that's what if that's your place of solace if that's what recharges you um outside of sleep then you should take that. You should be, you know, aware enough of what your body needs, what your mental, you know, what you need mentally and emotionally. Um, and if that's social interactions, if you need to be around people, if you're an extrovert and you need to be around people to to feel better, you get your energy from that. Then do that. But like, be be really mindful of how you feel. Prioritize right. your feelings. I think that's a really good point because. I think it depends on the person and like what drives and motivates them because you and I, we may have different motivators and like you can tell I love sleep. Yeah. You can, you know, maybe go a few days without it. I don't know. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's 
not for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, but I think it depends on the person and and what drives them and like what they need. But I think you, it's important to prioritize what your body and what your mind and spirit and all that is telling you to do. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, how do you break old habits? I mean, I've been working on this a lot, but what do you, what do you think? So my, it was funny. I had a conversation with my therapist recently. Um, and I hate starting, starting answers like that or starting sentences with something about my therapist, but, um, no, I think it's dope because you, <laughs> you learn so fucking much from your therapist. It's, it's really dope. We have some good conversations, but we both are in therapy, by the way, listeners, that's what's and you up. should be too. You should, you, you <laughs> definitely should be in therapy. Um, yes, for sure. And when I get licensed, you seek me out for therapy and all that good stuff. Um, unless it's a conflict of interest, if I know you too well, then we probably can't do that. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, this is an ad for my future license. Thank you. Come to say something there. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you break old habits by literally by establishing new ones. Like it, you you have to. The only way to change is to change. So if there's a if there's a habit, if you notice something about yourself or a cycle that you're in, you have to deviate from that cycle intentionally to -hmm. change it and you have to do that over and over it's going to be hard it's funny my my therapist was like when you when you walk upstairs pay attention to what leg you use you start with right Mm -hmm. and the next once you realize what leg is your leg that you always start the stairs with she was like honestly it probably goes back to when you first learned how to walk when you first Mm -hmm. learned how to you know walk upstairs this is the leg that you led with and you grew comfortable with that make a conscious decision to use the other one and watch how hard it's going to be and yeah after a while because you have to consciously think about it and then after a while if you keep doing it it will become habit and you'll start leading with that leg it's like or chewing or you know which side of your mouth you chew on more frequently have you ever had to change which side you chewed on for for any reason I'm asking. You. Yeah, like if I had like a canker sore. Yeah, exactly. And it's like uh it feels awkward at first. It feels weird. Yeah. What side do you chew on? I chew on my, on my right side. Left side. Weird. Yeah. I actually had to switch because I, I had a cavity on my right side when I was younger. Mm. So then I but I used that was a, a weird switch, but it hurt. Right. It, I had to do it because it hurt. Right. <laughs> it <fucking> hurt <laughs> But yeah, like it's it's just it's crazy just to to think about the way the mind works, like and how you can change your habits. It's hard as fuck, but how you can change it if you have um intention and determination. I I have to agree with all of that. Um I think about also my work that I've done with my therapist. Y'all probably don't know, or maybe you do. I had a whole anger problem. Um, Isaiah knows this. <laughs> <laughs> Who you calling a bitch? <laughs> I had a legit anger problem, and unlearning how to not go off on people mm-hmm. is tough. And you do have to be so intentional about like really pausing and breaking the cycle of okay what is it i normally do in this situation and really like 
practicing getting away from it because it doesn't happen overnight. That's for damn sure. Yeah. You have to practice and get it wrong a few times. Oh, that is get it wrong wrong. a few times because then you can make note and do better the next time. You get better. You get better. You get better with failure. People like, I mean, just it kind of deviates from the the habits talk, but just failure with anything is going to make you better. Like you don't get success without failure. If if you see somebody that's successful, I promise you, I promise you, they failed at least a hundred times or more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, you have to fail in order to get good. That's just on the. That's the only way, because then you're like, oh fuck, like I didn't like that. I didn't like how it felt. Right. And you come back to it and you're like, okay, next time, this is what I'm going to do. Exactly. Next time I get into the situation, this is how I'm going to change it. Or like, okay, what's, what set me off? What was it that, you know, in this scenario, what got I could have, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So practice, failure, all that. And repetition. Um, and, and repetition. And the last question is really I mean, it's the same thing. How do you build new habits? Um, same thing, just doing it. I've heard, so they they have this thing called like, I think it's like the 21-day rule. Yeah. If you do something for 21 consecutive days, it will become a habit. Yeah. So I actually used this uh, in school to change how I write the letter A. So I used to, yeah, I used to write A's like, you know, with the, with the tail on the end and I changed it to, I don't know what you would call it, but like the curve A, like the, I don't know what you would call it. It kind of looks like a spiral. You're talking about the one that. Yeah. 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 So I, I did that for 21 days straight, like wrote like that. Yeah. Do you still think like consciously think about it when you. No. No. Mm-mm. That's it's dope. that's just how I write now. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That is dope. I will not do that because I do not like that. A. <laughs> I don't like writing that. A. I like the way it look. I can't write it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's with anything. I think I tried it with making my bed, but I've fallen out of the habit now. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you started I, picking up the other habit. Yeah, I fell back. I fell back into my old habit. I was I was good with it. I made our bed every day. For like a year. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. Up. I, I. It was just like literally, I would get up and then you know what fucked me up? What? Is when Maurice was working nights. Oh, because he's still in bed. Yeah. Because he's still in the bed, and yeah. I can't make the bed. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can. <laughs> you just put it on him and fold it up and make it look nice on him. No. And then he wakes up and be pissed. Dude, what the fuck you doing with a cover? He sleeps wild, yo. <laughs> <laughs> His legs be over here, arms over, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I ain't slept with him in a while, so I, I wouldn't know. Oh, well, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't know, anybody that's new, she's married to my cousin. So yes. We, we grew up together. That's my that's my cousin. Like he's like a brother to me. Um, so yeah. So I just call him my brother-in-law. Yeah, definitely. It's my sister-in-law. One thousand percent. Anybody got a problem with Jimmy? Got a problem with me, nigga? Say something. Nickel. No, I'm just, <laughs> um, 
Jump but, at him. Jump at him. <laughs> but uh, I think that's I think that's the episode. Um, thank y'all for listening. This has been super dope, Juma. It is always great to have you back on the pod. Um, I hope we get we can you know continue doing this. And you know maybe one day sometime in the future you have an episode in person. You know something like that. I heard that. Did y'all hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they yeah. heard it. I think I think I said it right <laughs> the microphone. I think that's how this works. No. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you, dude. I really do hate this man, y'all. But um, so what's your social media, Juma? Uh, well, you can find me uh at well on Instagram, and uh, my name is Najuma uh, underscore Krista. That's N-A-J-U-M-A underscore Krista with a K. And they can find you on? Um, you can find me at I am Zay with three underscores on Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, also follow our official podcast page at Zay something pod. That's P-O-D on Instagram and Twitter as well. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts so you're the first to know when we drop a new episode. And please rate and comment on Apple Podcasts as well. We enjoy hearing feedback from the conversationalists. And if you want to be a guest or seek some advice from moi on, well, we have we didn't do Juma's Jewels today, but we may bring it back. We're going to make it a habit. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, so you can send us an email at zaysomethingpod at iCloud.com. You'll be kept completely anonymous. And again, uh, thank you so much, Juma, for returning to the podcast and to all the listeners for being great conversationalists. Until I mean, you fired me. It's okay. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We're not, doing that. <laughs> We're not ending on that note. I did, you, did, you were not fired. I was fired. You were not fired. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Um, and, but until next time, keep going and keep growing. Thank you for listening. And scene.